Hey folks, JR, back for another episode of Echoes of Shannon Street Case File. This will be episode 22, Do You Know TC? Back to negotiations today. Negotiators are going to have George trying to talk to Lindbergh, try to get him talk on the phone or talk on the radio or just in general talk. That'll be a pretty good episode. We're going to look at a clip from Shannon Street Echoes Under a Blood Red Moon. After that, we're going to dive into negotiations. I think anybody had ever prepared for that. There was no contingency plan, no protocol. It was just, you had to wing it. There was worry, frustration, anger. I don't want to say fear, but uh, you know, a lot of people were pretty mad. And more mad after the fact. As it was going on, I don't think there was really a whole lot of emotion going on at the time. It was after the fact. That's when the real emotions kicked in. Continuation page number five. This is of the hostage negotiators logbook. Dates 112-83, 313, correction, 0, 313 hours. Lindbergh hangs up phone. Macklin talks to him by radio. Now, Macklin is his brother. 0, 320 hours. Macklin tells Lindbergh to say yes if he wants to talk to Morgan. No response. Zero three twenty-two hours tape off. Zero three twenty-five. Macklin tries to make radio contact again. Zero three thirty. Still no response from Lindbergh. Information from Captain Lewis. The reason Lindbergh wants to talk to Morgan is to kill a police officer on the air. Zero three forty-five. Cruz tries to contact Lindbergh again. 0349, tape back on. 0353, tape one, side two, put on, recorder turned off. 0400 hours, still no response. 0402 hours, Poff and Roth makes phone contact with Lindbergh. Talk about religion, Lindbergh rambled on, not making any sense. 0405, Lindbergh hangs up phone, then takes phone off hook, but he didn't break the connection. This enabled us to hear inside the house to some degree. Poff and Roth listens to phone. 0416, Lieutenant R.O. Parker listens to phone. Crew still trying to make contact. 0425, Captain Hasty listening on phone. 0 520, Mel Black George, friend of Lindbergh's, tries to talk to him by radio. 0533, tape two, side one on. 0552, crew still trying to make contact. Poff and Roth listening to phone. Sounds like an argument is going on. A lot of swearing and loud voices. Couldn't really hear anything specific. Page two, tape one, side two. George, can we go over there? Negotiator, oh hell yeah. Done shot one policeman and got another one in the house. 
You can't go over there. Do you know Earl Thomas? George. Who? Negotiator. Earl Thomas. Do you know Squeaky? George. I think so. Negotiator. Do you know TC? Are they dangerous? Are they roughish type people? Squeaky and TC in there. Let's try it again. Say this is George Lindbergh. Come on out. I want to talk to you. All right? George. Lindbergh, come on out. George wants to talk to you. We can't stay here all day now. Oh, and by the way, now, this is all... All these uh, communications are via the radio at this time. Negotiator. Okay. Say, Lindbergh, this is your friend George. I have come down here to help you. We got to through that trust up at this point. This is our main contact. Okay, George, you tell him this is his friend and that you want him to come to the telephone and talk to you. George, Lindbergh, you know I'm your friend. Come out and talk to me. I want to talk to you. Negotiator, can you hear anything, Mark? And when he's talking about Mark, he's asking a question of Mark Poffenroth. Listen to me in there. George is over here with us. He wants to talk to Lindbergh. He has gotten up in the middle of the night to come down here and talk to Lindbergh. Lindbergh, come talk to him on the telephone. At least you can show him that much respect. And again, this is in parentheses, so this is him talking to a negotiator. Okay, any time we put George on the phone, you man on the horn, we are making him think this is his friend. Get to the point of this is George. Don't let me down. Come on, talk to me. Listen, George, what did you say to him? Remember the time you talked to him and got him to the hospital? Remember he went out, got in his car, and drove to the hospital because you advised him to? George, yeah, I'd done it then. I don't know. Now, I talked with him and talked with him. Negotiator, be sure and tell us when we are transmitting, if we are interfering with him. How long ago was it that you called him, that you talked to him and going to the hospital? George, about a year. I was sent over there and we talked about the Bible. He is holy in the Bible, you know. He said his wife sent over there to get me to talk to him, and I went on over there, and we sat down and talked to him. I told him, you know, you are always reading the Bible, inaudible. I went out there with his, with him. Negotiator, well, when you talked to him into doing this, was he acting violent, George? No, he wasn't talking out of his head then. Negotiator, was he mean? Was he mistreating his wife? Was that why she came and got you, George? No, she wanted him to go to the hospital. I said I would try. Page three, tape number one, side number two, negotiator. Yeah, he has got his, this policeman's gun, see. We don't want to jeopardize the officer. We need some time. George, can you talk? Now, tell him, Lynn, this is George. Come on to the phone. 
telephone, you know you are not supposed to be doing this. Be sure to tell him you know you're not supposed to be doing this, okay? Are you ready? George. Lindbergh, come on to the phone and talk with me. I want to talk to you. You know you ain't got no business doing that. You know you ain't got no business doing like that. Come on and talk with me. I might can help you or something. Negotiator. If you don't mind, go in there and ask Maxie if they can hear George over at the corner of the house. Apparently they can, but let's double check that. Now Maxie is a lieutenant in the attack unit. Negotiator. Lindbergh, you know the Bible don't teach you what you are doing is right. George. Lindbergh, you know the Bible don't teach you nothing like that. I have heard that officer. Come on out and talk with me. And I told you, see if I could help you some. Me and the Bible and the Lord can do a whole lot for you. All you got to do is come out and talk to me. Negotiator. Yeah, you can help him if you can talk to him if he will just talk okay say Lindbergh come on now and talk to me I am your friend I got to talk to you George Lindbergh pick up the phone and talk to me because I'm your friend I will try and help you any way I can negotiator here's what I want you to tell him now now think about this now Lindbergh is anybody in there hurt let them come out. If there's anybody in there hurt, let them come out. George. Lindbergh, if anybody is in there hurt, let them come out. They may need a doctor or something. Negotiator. Good. What did you find out? One of them is trying to convince the rest of them the police is going to kill them. Okay. Tell him, Lindbergh, I am with the police, and they are not going to hurt you. The police are not here to hurt you. They are here to help you. They may want to go home and want you to come out. Nobody is going to get hurt. The police are here to help you. George, Lindbergh, come on out now. I want to try and help you. And see, I got to go home. See, I can't stay here. I am with the police here. All you got to do is come on out and they will help you. Negotiator. Good. It must be Lindbergh trying to convince the rest of them the police will try to kill them. Tell him, Lindbergh, you are the leader of those young men and don't lead them astray. Yeah, well, no. He might not think he is leading them astray. How about this? How about more along the line? I helped you in the past. I can help you now if you just trust me. Do what I'm telling you to do. Say this to him now. Remember, I helped you in the past and I can help you now. Trust me. Do what I'm telling you to do and come on out. George. Lindbergh, you know I can help you and I will help you. So how about coming on out and talk with me so I can help you so I can go to the house. I'm over here waiting and I know I can do some good. Page four, tape number one, side number two. Negotiator, tell him, you know, you have done this thing before. Say you once been a real good man. Has he always been a pretty good fellow, George? George, as far as I know he is. Negotiator, 
He wasn't ever a hoodlum or nothing like that, a gangster. George, not that I know of. He got sick up in the head once before. I went over there and talked to him, got him to the hospital. Negotiator, how long have you known him? George, about two or three years. Negotiator, tell Lindbergh I'm here to help you. Tell him that, George. George, Lindbergh, come on to the phone so I can talk with you, man. I am trying to help you, boy, and I will help you. But look, come on to the phone and talk with me so I can try and get this thing over with. Negotiator, can you think of anything, George, to say that we haven't said that might help him? George, no. Negotiator, well, we have been here since 8 o'clock last night. George, well, I'll be. Negotiator, he has had that policeman in there all night. George, I heard it on the news on the television. Negotiator, it is 5.30 now. Say this to your friend. Come on, Lindbergh, I can help you. George, y'all don't want to kill him. Negotiator, oh no, 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 no. No one is going to kill him unless he, no one has ever been hurt. That's why we were here. But like I said, we have been here since 7.30 last night. George, well, he got to do something. Negotiator, well, he will. If the right person says the right thing, he will. And we hope you're the right person and you say the right thing. Okay, say, Lindbergh, I am here to help you. Come on out and let's talk. I am your friend. George, Lindbergh, I am here to help you, man. Come on out so we can talk with you. I can talk with you and everything will be all right. All you got to do is... Do what I say. I want to talk with you. Negotiator. Okay, let's double check and see if it is getting through to the dispatcher. See how he is, he is getting through? Can you give a quick buzz? Where's the telephone? We can't use the one in the room now. Does he still want to talk to Morgan? Yeah, he said he did. Are we getting through to the dispatcher yet? Yeah, we are through. Okay. Page five, tape number one, side number two. Negotiator. Why don't we tell them? Let me tell them we are going to stop for about two minutes and see what happens. Can you hear anything? No, they never gave us, they never gave any indication they heard you at all. Did Maxie say we were getting through? No, he didn't hear. Gosh, dog, we didn't know if George is getting through. No, we are not using the bullhorn. We are using this. End of tape. Page one, tape number two, sign number one, time 5.33 a.m. Negotiation tape. Negotiator. They can hear you in the house. He did come to the window at three o'clock. What y'all have been laying out there since then? Okay, George, are you ready to talk again? George, Lindbergh, Lindbergh, come out and talk with me. You know we need to get this thing over with. It ain't no use in you worrying about nothing because everything will be all right. These folks want to try and help you. Here, come and talk with me. I can help you. 
Come on, I will help you any way I can, negotiator. You think he is thinking of something? And we will get back on it in a minute again. We are trying to get any help we can. We are trying to get the situation over with. Nobody else will get hurt. Lindbergh said he is shot through the arm. George, you have talked to him? Negotiator, yeah, I talked to him on this, and I talked to him on the telephone. Now he won't talk to me no way anymore. He calls the officer in there the devil or something. They're doing something to him, making him scream and holler. So I asked him if anybody in there was hurt, and he said, ain't nobody hurt but me. I am shot through the arm. So you know it is not a good situation. Tell him this again. Tell him if there's anybody in there hurt, he ought to let them come out so they can get to a doctor because the Bible don't teach that you ought to treat people like that. George Lindbergh. If anybody in there is hurt, why don't you let them come on out so they can go to the doctor or to the hospital or something? Don't you know that ain't right? The Bible don't teach you nothing to do like that. The Bible teach you to help people. I want you to come on the phone and talk with me. This is George. I can help you too. Negotiator, that was good. Say you need to get back to your home. Is anybody up there or do you live alone? George, I live alone. Negotiator. One of them has started talking about he wants to come out. Okay, so keep him talking, okay? Negotiator. Say, Lindbergh, Lindbergh, come on out. Let me help you. Lindbergh, if there's somebody in there who wants to come out, let them come out. Let them come on out. George, Lindbergh, is anybody in the house there want to come out, let them come on out. Because we're going to try and help them and help you too. Let them come on out. Or you can come to the phone and talk with me, or I will come over there. Negotiator, do you know all them people in the house, George? Do you know all of those men? Have you ever been to their prayer meetings with them? George, no. Negotiator, do you know T.C. and Squeaky? All right, folks, that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Things don't look too good, do they? They are sure beating Officer Hester up pretty badly inside. George giving it a good try, though. I like George. Never met him, but he sure seems like a nice fella. All right, folks. I appreciate you. Appreciate you tuning in. We'll get back together in a day or two, and we'll go back to radio communications see where we go from there gonna be a lot more tack stuff going on tactical units gonna you know they've already pretty well dominate the radio and they're really gonna be dominating it for the foreseeable future on these episodes okay folks y'all take care hope you're having a good 4th of July and I will see you down the road